Welcome to Tough Talk Christian Radio. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help take you to the next step in your relationship with Christ. Tough Talk Christian Radio is brought to you by the Tough Talk Radio Network. Now here's your host, Tony Gambone. All right, welcome to the show. My name is Tony Gambone, and this is Tough Talk Christian Radio, coming to you live from the Tough Talk Radio Network here in the Houston, Texas suburbs. Actually, a little town called Katy, Texas. And we've been, well, we've been on the air down here now for a a little over 10 years and super excited every time we get to do a show, especially this show on Wednesdays. It allows me to stop what I'm doing in the middle of the day, check in with the Lord, understand what others are doing, what they're receiving, and how they're helping and serving others. And I don't know about you, but by Wednesday, you know, I go to church on Sunday, and I read my Bible every morning, but by Wednesday at lunchtime, I need to reboot. So I hope that you will get the same out of this as I try to get every week. And if you're a listener every week, you understand how this show works. And I've always been the one to say I've been blessed to be able to have the opportunity to share with others are doing in the world. And I got to tell you, folks, um, you know, there's a lot going on in our world. If you have a TV on or the Internet up or something, I'm sure uh, you've heard about last night's debate, and that's not what I want to talk about. But I do want to make sure that everyone recognizes what love doesn't look like. And when I say that, I often think that the Bible says we're supposed to love thy neighbor like ourselves. And sometimes people get confused and thinking neighbor is the person that lives next door to us. No, neighbor is anyone that you meet. And so when you're out and about in your daily day and you have the opportunity to help someone, to uh, just to be there for someone, to uh, lend a helping hand, Maybe it's a dollar at the traffic light for someone who you don't think needs the money. Love on your neighbor. I think that that's really something that we need to think about more, especially in the world that we live in, and that's probably a whole month of other shows to talk about the world we live in. But I'd like to just make sure to talk about the world that you, just you, all by yourself, that you live in on a daily basis. Now, we go about our day, and if you have people that work under you or people who work above you or if you're just your spouse or your children, maybe it's just you and your pet. We do have our own little, what I call, Idaho that we spend our time in, okay, that no one else knows about unless we allow them to know about it. So the people that you meet every day, they're living in that same little space too. So before you go to judge, make sure to find out something about them. And what I like to do is, well, I like to ask them questions. It's, life to me is, is an interview. And uh, when, when you're a younger person, uh, you're, you might be interviewing for a date. You might meet someone that you like and you want to learn more about them. You might have uh, children that are young and they're growing up, and you might be interviewing them, asking them the same question six times to get to the truth, right? So as adults, we're not really much different than children. Um, I don't know, maybe you've seen that picture on Facebook where uh, we're in a 
stroller being pushed by an adult, and then as we get older, we're in a wheelchair being pushed by a child. Life has a funny circle. So what I want to make sure to do is make sure you understand that your responsibility, just your own little responsibility, and it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing, but your responsibility is to love on to others. Now, let me be the first one to say that's pretty hard to do all the time, especially those days that you're not having a good day and things just aren't going right. And you probably, well, maybe you're like me, and you go home and you take it out on the ones that you care the most about because you can get away with it. That's no reason to do it. So I hope that you'll just take a look in the mirror sometime today. Uh, and if you're listening to this on, a, on the podcast, on, the, on your radio, in the vehicle, look in the mirror. Look at yourself and make a decision on what you can do to be better about showing the love. Okay, now I know I live right off of I-10 going through Houston, and there's a lot of crazy drivers on there, and there's a lot of times where they drive where you want to wave to them, but not all your fingers are raised up in the air. Maybe just one of them happens to be. That's not love, okay? Maybe you think they're, maybe you're trying to say that you think they're number one or however that joke goes. But the thing of it is, is no gesture is a loving gesture versus that gesture. So just take some time today and think on that, okay? Maybe you treating someone nice will show the example of someone else doing the same. And who knows what our world could be like if we all started caring about each other. But once again, that's a different show altogether. So my name is Tony Gambone. I want to get some housekeeping out of the way, and we're going to bring up our guest today. If you want to be a guest on the show, you can. Um, well, right now, because our site is under uh, construction, as they say, uh, you can go just email me, info at toughtalkradionetwork.com, and uh, tell me why you want to be on a show, and I will send you a direct link to the calendar to register to be a guest on the show. If you know someone out there that has experienced uh, some incredible experiences that all points to God, I'd love to meet them. If you want to call into the show and talk to our guest today, the number is 347-989-1363. And you can just dial in at that number, 347-989-1363, just to listen to the show on your phone. Or you can press 1 to ask a question to, the, to, the, uh, to our guest or to myself. Once again, you can find us on Facebook under Tough Talk Radio Network or just Tony Gambone. You'll be able to find our guest through those uh, places as well and on Twitter and LinkedIn as well. So I think I covered all the bases. If I didn't, well, I do apologize. But there's always next week. So let's do this. Let's take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to meet our guest today, a, a young lady by the name of Joni Shawhan. And, uh, well, she's a cancer survivor, a registered nurse, a speaker, an award winner, and she's also an author. And, well, I think you're going to really get a lot out of the show today, so don't go nowhere, okay? We'll be right back after this here short break. Tune in every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. Did you know that an estimated 52 million Americans listened to Internet radio in the last month or that weekly Internet radio audience has increased 
60% over the last year, and that more than 8 in 10 people are online from any location. Tough Talk Radio Network is a company dedicated to providing a platform that allows opportunities for guests, hosts, and sponsors to market themselves to the internet radio media where they can be heard by millions. To find out how Tough Talk Radio Network can help you, go to toughtalkradionetwork.com. All right, so see, that was fast and we're back already. My name is Tony Gambone. If you missed the first part of the show, well, you'll be able to catch the rest of it on the recording as well up on social media. And I want to waste no time. I mentioned Joni Shawhand is an ovarian cancer survivor, registered nurse, a speaker, and an, an award finalist for her In Her Shoes, Dancing in the Shadows of Cancer book. Now, I'm going to let her tell you the rest, but I want to bring Joni up here. Joni, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Tony. I am so grateful that you have um, allowed me to be a guest today. Oh, the blessing's all on us from having you come and share your story. So what I'd like to do is get some things out of the way so people can get comfortable and understand what they're going to learn today. So, Joni, uh, where are you calling in from and where are you from originally? I live in Madison, Wisconsin, and that's where I'm calling from. I was born in Illinois. Okay. And do do you say that you have a Chicago or Illinois accent or a Wisconsin accent? It depends on who you talk to. If you talk to my Uh, sister-in-law in in Missouri, she tells me I have a Wisconsin accent. Uh, Every once in a while, my friends in Wisconsin hear this little Illinois twang come out. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of uh, Chicago's Chicago Beats. Uh, I'm in the Houston area, and they just opened a restaurant that has Chicago pizza and Chicago beef sandwiches. Uh, So I'm a big fan of that there, and I always listen for that voice because food is everything. And I like to have that conversation from time to time. So anyway, uh, I talked about you're a registered nurse, and I believe that's where you started. Is that correct? Yes, yes, yes. Um, I was a registered nurse at the time of my diagnosis. Okay. And I find this uh, interesting that you are doing what you're doing for a couple of reasons. One, being a nurse, you're around all kinds of different things that people have illnesses of different types and everything. And, and myself spending a lot of time in, in a hospital from time to time in the 64 years that I've been around with Crohn's disease, um, I, I get to see a lot of different things. And you can always tell a nurse or a doctor that has gone through an illness because they seem to have a different understanding. And I'm not saying that nurses aren't compassionate or doctors, but their bedside manner might seem to be a little different. Do you you agree with that? I do. Um, I I had worked in oncology and as a nurse, and I really didn't have a clue as to what my patients were going through until I was going through cancer and chemotherapy. And I'm in a group called the Friday Sunny Side Up, which is an ovarian cancer social group. And we can just give each other a look and we know what the other has been through. And it does make a big difference in 
um, how we care for people, and it gives us a different level of, we move from sympathy to empathy. Mm. Okay. Okay. That, that's a, and, you know, uh, and I know uh, going through what you've gone through, we still have our days where we're just in a different zone, you know what I mean? So life still goes forward. But when you learned about the fact that you had this cancer, um, tell us a little bit how that diagnosis took place and did it change your life? It definitely changed my life. I, um, I had basically rolled over in bed one night and felt a mass in my abdomen. Um, and that was in the fall. In the summer, I had a few bouts of nausea. And I, in the back of my mind was, could this be ovarian cancer? But it wasn't frequent enough. It was just really very strange. So I was not at all prepared for my diagnosis. And I thought as a nurse, I should be able to, um, to understand this. I should have the knowledge I need. And I found that I had a lot more questions than answers. Um, and so when I would try to go and find answers, there were no Gildas clubs at the time. There were no ovarian cancer support groups. Um, I didn't know if there were any other survivors. And the only other survivor I knew was um, Jill, who was in my book, who was 13 at the time she was diagnosed with an ovarian cancer, and she could tell me a couple of things. So basically, I set about to write the book I would have liked to have had going through chemotherapy. That was, that was basically my goal because there was nothing. Um, I needed someone to validate my experience and I couldn't find that. So it's totally changed my life. I finally, um, nine years after I had cancer, I finally met other ovarian cancer survivors at an ovarian cancer camp in Missoula, Montana. It's called Can't Make a Dream, and it's free for ovarian cancer survivors. And from there, they would tell me about a program called Survivors Teaching Students, and that was where we speak where we tell our ovarian cancer stories to medical students and share with them in hopes that they would put a face to ovarian cancer in hopes that they would diagnose this cancer in the earlier stages because the unfortunate thing is it's often diagnosed in the latter stages and um, which decreases a woman's life expectancy. So that was, and from there, we started an ovarian cancer social group, which I mentioned before, the Friday Sunny Side Up, and we do fundraisers for ovarian cancer. Um, we're a, a happy group. Um, that's why it's the Sunny Side Up. And through all of this and in the course of writing, because I had never intended to write a book, I had many, many connections in the writing community and have a um, – a writing critique group called Friends of the Pen. So it, it totally changed the course of my life. Mm. Now, Joni, do you have children? I do not. Okay. Because I often wonder how that affects uh, uh, children and, and, you know, when things happen like that. I know what my kids uh, went through, but they were a little bit older at the time. Um, so, when you went through this process and you 
were uh, I find it interesting that you it was a teenage girl that you were kind of comparing notes with and you worked mm-hmm. in this arena and I mean I just really find that interesting so moving forward now uh, I, I think that that would probably allow you to be able to have conversations with all types of people all ages of people mm-hmm. I should say going through the same process now is there a like, I didn't know that it happened to children that young, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, is it common or is it uncommon for uh, children that young, or is it a certain age before that really takes place, or is it any time? Actually, it can happen any time. It used to be a disease of older women, and then there's a certain type that would affect um, younger women, like affected Jill, who I interviewed in my book, um, and that. Um, and that's the type that younger women have. But we have seen it in, um, I believe there was an infant. There's been um, two-year-olds. Um, women can be diagnosed in their 20s, in their 30s. There is really no age um, limit in terms of when this can be um, diagnosed. Mm. Now, I'm reading here, it says, you don't downplay the God factor in your book. It provides a quick devotional read for those who cannot, who can't focus on longer devotionals. Uh, and, and I understand that line there because sometimes, I, I don't know, maybe it's just Satan playing in my head. I get distracted. But what is your prayer for your readers when it comes to God's presence in their cancer journey? I think my, my biggest message is that Cancer is hard, but you are not alone. Um, that that God is there, and I concluded each. My chapters are very short because of the. Um, it's so hard to focus when you're on chemotherapy, and and to try to keep a train of thought going. And so I have a scripture and a prayer at the end of each chapter, because at the time I was going through chemotherapy, I could not pray, I could not read my Bible. I, I could basically, I couldn't focus on, a, on TV or anything. And so I have a scripture and a prayer there so that for someone who is struggling to formulate um, a prayer, from someone who is struggling, I need a word of God today, um, there, there's a word there that's, that, could, that is for them. So I want them to feel validated and to sense God's presence that that they're not alone going through this process. Okay. Now, I am a very blessed person to have a copy of your book, and I hope people will do the same. The name of the book is In Her Shoes, Dancing in the Shadow of Cancer. And if you go on my Facebook page, the Tony Gambone page, or Tough Talk Radio Network, you'll find a link directly to the website, that will allow you to purchase the book, or you could just go to uh, Joni Shaw, Shawhan, I'm sorry, dot com. And that's J O A N I E S H A W H A N dot com. Check out the book. Here's what I, I've been looking at uh, as we've been doing this interview. You mentioned there are short chapters and there's a prayer after each one. And I think this is really cool because sometimes. Well, not sometimes. I'll, I'll just use myself as an example. When I got sick from time to time, I kind of felt like my job was to hold the couch down, you know, and just kind of maybe call it sulk. Uh, 
the real word is I was kind of feeling sorry for myself. I just couldn't get motivated. I couldn't get moving. I couldn't focus or concentrate. What I like about this book, it shows that for someone like myself, the chapter may be a page or two long, and then it has something in the end of it that says, you are my strength. Well, let me tell you, this is chapter 93, okay? You are my strength. I wait for you to rescue me, for you, O oh God, are my fortress. That's in Psalms 59.9. Then the prayer. I like this part because sometimes you read the Bible and you go, okay, so what am I supposed to do with that? And the prayer is, I, Lord, I don't know how much longer I can endure this pain. Please help me find some answers. It's a short sentence, but it has such a huge helpfulness to help you get through your day. Now, when you go back, and I'm sure you have read over this book again, uh, I know when I wrote books, I went and read them to make sure it really sounded proper. Do you find that these prayers work different for you now than they did before? I I think that um, yes, I have to I have to agree. They uh, prayers are for whatever time you are in. And for me at that time, it was going through cancer. But I'm listening to you say that prayer, and it is like yes, I'm that that's a prayer that that can be today for any other circumstance I face that I am really struggling with, where I need answers from God, where I need to know that he's there for me. It doesn't have to be cancer. It doesn't have to be that one situation. And that is what's so beautiful about scripture is you can read scripture over and over and over, and it can mean something different every time you read it. And that is the beauty of God's word. Yeah, I I like to think of it as I got to a better place on the mountain coming out of that valley where I could start seeing things a little bit differently than I was seeing when I was way down in the hole. And and so Mm -hmm. it's very uplifting when people can can share that. And I think your book does a really good job doing that. Uh, I've interviewed, oh, goodness, over 2,000 authors and, and their different books and this is very cool. I love the way that you did that. So I'm going to uh, bean soup, chapter 7. Okay, caught my attention. And it's, it's, it's almost a whole page long. These are really short reads. These are something that someone can do every morning uh, before breakfast, every day at lunchtime, and every night before they go to bed. Okay, but this, uh, it says, uh, he provides you with plenty of food and fills your heart with joy prayers the prayer is lord thank you for friends who provide for our loved ones when we're not able to so i'm assuming now i didn't read into this but i'm assuming that someone made soup for you okay and uh uh it it is i just uh i just think that's so you know, when you're sick and people do things for you, you almost feel bad. And then you don't want to be needy, and then but you want to be fine. It's just so many different emotions go through your head. And this is a great book for people to have going through any illness, but I would think that this would be something for them. Going through cancer, um, there's a lot of relatable stuff here. Uh, and, you know, having diagnosed with Crohn's, 
There's no cause or cure for it, right? So I don't know if it's cancer or if it's whatever it is. I believe God took it from me like I believe God took this from you and allowed you to show your real purpose in life was to share your love for others. So um, is there another book coming out? Um, I am working on some other projects um, unrelated to cancer. <laughs> so I'll, I will okay. say that much. It's still pretty much in the baby stages. Um, I, at this point, I do blog posts that I put up um, on my site, that, on my website, that they're, um, some are cancer and some are just about along the road of life, but um, some helpful things just for life. So, um, so that's what I'm presently working on. So, Joni, you know, yeah. I, I find it interesting. You had said earlier you had never had an idea to be, well, on a radio show, on a TV show, an author. And I find it interesting that God puts us through certain things in our lives because I, at the age of 64, 10 years ago, started doing radio at the age of 54 on the Internet, and I wasn't even sure what, it, what Facebook was, but God has put me in a place that allowed me to do so many more things to reach a lot more people that could help other people. And I really feel the connection that you have got with what you're doing that is so different than before. Are you, are you still a nurse? I am retired now. Yes. I'm a retired nurse. Okay. All right, well, I've seen your picture. So, you retired Earl. Yes, I did. I did. All um, right, that's awesome. And this is a new course, and I, I can really relate to you when you talk about the new, the new course and God just taking us in different directions. And it is amazing how, how he can do that with our lives. And I, I guess I just want to say if somebody's in a place right now where they just feel like, God, can you do anything with me? I just feel stuck. Just um, trust that God has a plan and a purpose and that he can take you on a different trajectory at any point in time. And, and it can be really, really exciting. It seems like the worse it gets, the closer you're getting to the results. Um, I mean, you don't know that until... You get down the path far enough and you look back and go, oh, now I understand. But while you're mm-hmm. walking yes. through that sludge every day, it's so hard. And, and, and I think mm-hmm. that as, as people, if we don't get to suffer our way through things, we don't know the value of coming through it and we won't share that with others. And mm-hmm. to me, I think that's part of um, love thy neighbor like you love thyself because Maybe in the beginning it was about you, but now it's about helping others that are going through what you've already gone through. So I think that's awesome. So Yes, God is a way of using our suffering. Yes, he really does. And and I just hope that he doesn't continuously educate me like that because <laughs> uh, uh, you know, it's just not as much fun as I'd like it to be. But Tell people how they can get in touch with you 
and I, I would like to talk about your your uh, your book a little bit more. But tell people how they can get in touch with you. You can contact me on my website at www.joniesshawhan.com. Um, and I have a contact form there, and that will come directly to my email. So that's how you can awesome. contact me. And I would love to hear from you if you have any kind of questions, any kind of comments. Um, I would love to hear from you. So I have a friend here in the Houston area, and she has written a book, and she does a TV show. I'm going to have to introduce you to her. Her name is Michelle yes. Berzan, and she does a thing. I'm trying to find her book in this pile of books. She does. Uh, she has a nonprofit and works with people with uh, cancer. And uh, uh, I would like to know, have you thought about partnering with others to be able to put on events? And right now putting on events is probably – uh, a little bit out of the question, unless you're doing it outside with a mask on, but maybe even through virtual, where you can gather up, because, I mean, you probably know this, what is the amount of women out there, and it doesn't just have to be women, but women are easier to relate to and, and, and converse with, what is the amount that you would say that suffer from cancer or have been through that? Is it a 20% of the population, 80%? Is there a number? I'm not aware of a specific number for all the women who have had cancer. That part I cannot answer. Um, But it seems to affect many, many, many women. Um, I know that um, every 23 minutes a woman is diagnosed with ovarian cancer. Wow. So that's a lot. That's yes. a lot. So I, yes. there, mm, that's a lot. And have you, uh, do you go out and speak? I do. I, um, I do speak to medical students, as I said before, uh, my ovarian cancer story. Um, I, Kind of one of the things that happened with COVID is that I kind of lost that that platform because what I did have scheduled had to be canceled. So, mm. um, so yes, I I do I do speak. Um, I was very excited to be able to partner with my college. Um, last week we had a, a a Zoom meeting where we where we talked about ovarian cancer and featured my book and it was with my nurse some of, uh, some women in my nursing class. Um, back from school, so that was a lot of years ago. Um, so, and that was a, a really lovely event. But um, I would love to um, connect with um, with people to partner with them. Um, and the survivors teaching students that I work with is out of the Wisconsin Ovarian Cancer Alliance, so we partner with them. That's awesome, Joni. Um, your book. Um, so I, I always think it's important for us to write a book. Uh, I never used to think so because I could barely spell properly or write the sentence correctly. And even today my wife checks my emails, but, um, (laughs) I think that that's our testimony in life. It's left behind to share with others, 
forever and ever and ever. So when you wrote the yeah. book, because a lot of people go, I don't have time. How long did it take you to write the book? It took me a lot of years. Um, I'm trying to think it was probably 10 years from start to getting it published or finding a publisher. So it was a long process for me because I knew nothing about writing. And I had to really kind of take baby steps. And I also interviewed because it wasn't just my story. I interviewed 11 other women for their stories of various kinds of cancer because there's women in the book with breast cancer, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, leukemia, and a woman with a brain tumor, as well as a couple of their ovarian cancer survivors. So I also had the interview process um, that went on during the, during the writing of the book. And were you sick at the time? Um, I think I started writing after I recovered, although I journaled. I had a friend of mine who said to me, who gave me a journal and said, you need to write down what you're going through. And and eventually maybe write it. And this woman just really kind of sparked me on the writing journey. So that's how I kind of started was I would journal some things in and for my own story. And could you say that the journaling was helpful for the journey through the process of healing? I would say so. And I think even writing the book was important for the process of healing, of just getting the stories down, getting my thoughts down, working through the emotions as I um, as I was writing the stories, and I was writing my yeah. story. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, and it also brings your mind to a different space. And it and, and you know, uh, I always say that being diagnosed at the age of nineteen, being told I wouldn't live past twenty five, and now that I'm at sixty four, uh, would I do anything different to have the life I have now? Absolutely not. Would I hope I was a lot smarter? Absolutely. But I wouldn't be able to be where I'm at now if I didn't go through the journey that I went through, whether it was good, bad, or otherwise. So I think that what has happened to you has brought a different – because, look, you were a servant before that. You were a nurse. That's not an easy gig, okay? And you're putting up with sick people, and they're not always happy. And so you were a servant, and now you have become a servant in a different way, more of a specialized servant. So I think it's awesome. And I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you for coming on our show today and sharing that. Well, thank you so much for having me, Tony, and thank you so much for featuring my book. And I just appreciate um, all your encouragement and your, your kind words, and I just thank you, Tony. Uh, it's my pleasure, uh, uh, and I just want everyone to know: in her shoes, dancing in the shadows, in the shadow of cancer, can be found on Amazon and different places. You can type it in your Google search bar, but go to Joni Shaw Shawhan. I'm gonna spell it: J O A N I E S H A W H A N dot com. Buy the book, 
And, you know, I've been doing this more lately as I've been looking in these books. But if this is a book that you purchased and you don't like it, I would like for you to email me at info at Tough Talk Radio Network so I can send you some money to buy the book back off you because I know a lot of people that would benefit from this book. And I don't know that you just have to have cancer to benefit from it. An illness is an illness. And if you're diagnosed with an illness, it might not be cancer. That doesn't mean that you don't feel like you have cancer or that it might not end up in a good spot. So, Joni, once again, thank you so much for being a guest on our show today and doing what you're doing. And I hope, I hope you'll come back and visit us. And I hope to bring that new book or anything else that you're doing to let us help promote you. Well, thank you so much, Tony. I would love to come back and anytime you'd like to have me. So thank you so much. All right. Well, folks, that are, know that our interview went a little bit longer today than we normally do. But, you know, God takes me where it takes me. And I just, well, I'm a little a little pumped up about what the interview was about today. I'm really excited about this book. I love the fact that the chapters are short, okay? And at the end of them, they have a, a Bible verse and a prayer that you can pray. And I don't know about you. Maybe you have never been there. But if you're in a bad place, a bad, a bad space, easy for you to say, but if you're in a bad place and you cannot get out of your own way, a book like this can help you make a connection with the Lord. Maybe it's only for an hour, but if you're going through 12 and 16 hour days in a bad place, I'll take an hour. So make sure to go on and buy the book In Her Shoes, Dancing in the Shadow of Cancer by Joni Shawham. Folks, I'd like to do more of a recap, but we're out of time. So I just want to say, Have a blessed week. We'll see you next week here on Tough Talk Christian Radio. You have been listening to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone, brought to you by the Tough Talk Radio Network. A special thanks to all of our sponsors. If you'd like to be a sponsor or a guest, please visit toughtalkradionetwork.com for more information. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.